0: Want to witness the world's biggest football game? Head to iCanWin.com.au. Predict Australia's score with a crystal ball. And it could be you and a friend at the FIFA World Cup Qatar 2022 semifinals, all thanks to McDonald's. Backers, together and loving it. TNCs apply.
1: Just coming up as well. The Tiny Jamison Trophy series started last night. Silver Ferns versus England Roses. So it'll be a great opportunity for us to welcome in our next guest after an extremely disrupted build-up with COVID restrictions playing havoc. The Silver Ferns have made a winning start to the Tiny Jamison Trophy against the English Roses, getting the job done 48-42. The match was played in front of nearly well, it was an empty arena with level two restrictions still in place in Christchurch. But after only having a few days together as a team, I'm sure the Ferns are pleased with their first-off effort Marianne delaney Hoshik knows all about netball in this part of the world, being coach of the mainland Tactics, and was no doubt watching keenly last night. Morning, Morning, Marianne.
2: Good morning.
1: How are you? How are you? How did you enjoy last night? Are you pretty happy with that performance that the Silver Ferns put on with limited preparations?
2: Yeah, it wasn't too bad, actually. I actually got to be in the crowd. It was so funny because I arrived there and I said... (laughs) Uh, Where do I sit? And they said, anywhere you like. And basically it was the whole side (laughs) of the stands. Um, So it was, (laughs) I had a lot of seats to choose from. Um, So that was cool. I'd actually, I'd got my um, ticket off an English player actually. So that was pretty good. What? Um, (laughs) Yeah. Um, So, yeah, I thought they did really well. Like some good stuff. Uh, Tiana was awesome Mm. for debut. Mm. Um, seventeen out of nineteen. You couldn't do much better than that. And she was sort of making all the play, like she was forty years old, and she'd been playing out there all her life. So, I thought that was impressive. Definitely got some work to do, but you know, given the build up, um, yeah, I reckon it's a B plus.
1: Yeah, nice. So obviously, given the build up, Gina Crampton, um, Sulu for, Pat- uh, for Fitzpatrick Toyava, they couldn't get there. F- well, they were late to the joining up with the squad. So you reckon that uh, Nolene Total will be pretty happy with what happened overnight? And, and what are the big work-ons you could see going forward to this next match uh, in a couple of days?
2: Yeah, I think she'll just, knowing her, she won't be 100% happy, but she'll she'll say it's a start. <laughs> and obviously, a win's good to take on that first game as well. Because yeah. I think in that first game in a series like that, you sort of, you don't know. Um, we actually got to play against England few of the tactics players and we had a bit of an invitation team so we knew they were actually pretty good. Um, so mm. I think they did well. Um, I think the work ons I think the mid court the ball at times was not coming through very well through the court, so they'll be looking to sharpen that up and they did some really good defence off the center pass off and cut off a lot of options but then it often went over the back into that back space into where the goal shoot was. So they'll be looking for the goal keeps to try and pick off some of that ball i'm sure
0: hey Maryanne, from a continuity perspective with um the build-up kind of fractured like it was can you just explain to us like netball it's not really a sport you can kind of just get out there and throw players onto a court is it you do need a bit of cohesion can you speak to that from like what how you would have maybe dealt with that as a coach and what you would say to players going out there
2: yeah, I think, um, I, well, all the groundwork has actually been going on behind the scenes, like Nolene had specific skills that she wanted to work on um, for this game, so she gave them the skill sets, and they've been working on them for you know for quite a few weeks and things like that, but I guess it is those connections that you sort of need, um, and and actually, I think it's more sort of when you're talking to people rather than the actual netball stuff and trying to sort of get the group um, gelling together, so it's all those little off-court stuff I think that's more important than that, and, the, and building relationships.
1: Hey, you were saying you're, you're obviously in the stand, and when you're in the stand, we know you're a coach of the champion mainland tactics sides, congratulations, nearly got there in the end, <laughs> but great season. Yeah. Um, but when, when you're sitting in the stands, are you, are you a fan, or you've you got your coaching hat on, you're looking for little things within the game that you can maybe take back to your to tactics sides, and little things that you could probably use in uh, your side is that what you're kind of doing when you're sitting in the stands
2: yeah i'm definitely looking <laughs> i'm i'm just I'm, def- I'm definitely on the, on the tools um i'm i'm looking at yeah. patterns i'm looking at um what they're doing to combat each other i'm i'm trying to pick what subs to make and things like that like if i sit mm. with someone i'm going oh they need to do this or they need to do that so i think you're always as a coach you're always kind of um looking at those little things, but. I mean, I was enjoying the fact of the new players. It's really cool seeing the new players get out there. Um, although, obviously, I would have liked Kimiura to be in the, in the squad, but I'm sure she'll get a chance at some stage.
1: Nice. Now then who else impressed you last night? Any new combinations that you're excited to see maybe in the next couple of, couple of games against English?
2: Yeah, I, I thought Sulu at the back with Karen. They only did that in the last quarter, um, but I thought that, looks like mm. it's got a lot of potential. Um, Karen had her little break off the court and she came back and she pulled in quite a bit of ball. Um, but, yeah, I think um, it would be good because they have quite a few mid-quarters. That'll be the area that we can get the most growth out of because there's so many options that they'll need to you know, connect up a little bit more. And, um, yeah, that's definitely a little work on space for them
0: with that inside oil about the English Roses and how they've been going with this invitation game, where would you expect them to tighten the screws and, and do you think they've got a bit to give yet?
2: Yeah, I thought that they um, were a little bit messy, like they threw quite a bit of ball away, sort of because um, they try and play at quite a fast pace and sometimes it's too fast, so they just, a the few balls went out the back, few missed shots probably, so I think they'll just try and tidy up those things. I think defensively, they actually did a pretty good job and it was pretty torrid in there at times in that circle. Um, mm. That's why I think our shooters did so well. Um, but, yeah, they're, they're just going to have to work on those little basics, I think, and and maybe change the timing up a little bit and hold on to the ball sometimes.
0: You, you mentioned Tiana Maturo right off the top, so you're obviously impressed. I mean, how could you not be? She was sensational, wasn't she? The kind of – got Grace in the wiki there as well. The, the – the, Talent in the shooting circle, it seems like it's something we're going to have a, a real focus on in the next wee while. What did you see from Tiana especially that made you think, well, she's got something that's going to be a good netballer for a long period of time?
2: Yeah, I think she's just got the brain, so she's, and she's got all the little uh, light touches with the ball so she can look for space. She's she's really confident, though. I think that's the main thing, and for, for a young player to be that confident, so, I mean... I suppose with having Y as a mother, it's a good role model. But, um, <laughs> yeah, yeah <laughs> I think, if, you know, for a young class, she um, can do all those little, you know, tricky things as well as the basics really well, So, uh, and got a great brain. But the other thing she was doing really well last night is actually getting ball defensively. So she probably picked up about three intercepts, I think, in that game. So that's gold. You know, if you can get your goal attacks and wing attacks picking up ball, then... It's it's good for the rest of the team because you know the defense can have a wee break.
1: Nice. Well, Marianne, I've got to talk touch on it. The Magic um, rolled out the bank balance over the off season. They've signed some absolute names. They've <laughs> got a big salary cap to fill. What are the tactics? How are the tactics looking going into the next season?
2: Yeah. Well, we've actually over the last probably you know three or four years we've had a solid. Of players, and we just sort of change. Mm. We'll have a few changes each year, but um, I think that works for us and it builds that continuity. So, look, they'll take some time to sort of build. Yeah, it's some pretty good names. I I think there's a few (laughs) friends there that have played Silver Ferns together, but they've probably rung each other and (laughs) said, let's just go there. Um, But yeah, it it makes the competition interesting. But um, I still think, you know, continuity.
0: but yeah,
1: yeah, I wonder yeah, I wonder how they did that money wise. Yeah. <laughs> it, you know <laughs> <laughs> Yes. Yes. We got the we just can't have, eh? We just can't we just keep rolling. We got uh, man. we don't need big names, <coughs> we just keep rolling, eh hey, Miriam? Oh,
2: exactly, exactly. Uh, fair enough. Hey, we I wanna
1: th- ask you about oh sorry, I just sorry, sorry, Louis, I just wanna ask you quickly. I know you've done a bit of work with Razor and Razor's been uh, yep. in the environment, or you, you've you've sat around it. What's your big take from from Razor that you could share some little insights? Has he been a major help for you and, and the team?
2: Yeah, like, um, we sort of catch up every now and again, and uh, he's always funny, you know. He lo- he loves talking <laughs> about the scenes, of course, so he's always like, what are yeah, you doing? Yeah. What are you doing? Um, so that's all good. <laughs> but even this year, because I, like, you know, we hadn't been in that many grand finals in, in history, I mean, we we used to win one or two games a season. So, becoming from that team who is just you know like fighting and coming from behind sort of thing, we yeah. we've changed to being you know a team that's a leading team. So, I know, and going into um, you know the final this year, it's someone I could actually chat to because. It's it, coaching's a bit of a weird job because there's not many people doing head coaching across the country in many roles, so it's sort of like this weird space. Um, so it's really nice to have people, um, and obviously, raises awesome um, to to tap into and have a chat with. Um, so yeah, no, he's been he's been awesome.
0: Yeah, what a resource to have at your disposal. While you're here, Marianne, we're going to use you. Us Aucklanders, we come out of level four at midnight tonight and we've been talking all show, what is everybody going to go for? What are the takeaways? What are the local business, businesses yeah, going to flock to? So you and Izzy and all the good folk down the rest of the country have already experienced this. What was your first out-of-lockdown uh, takeaway or where did you go straight away?
2: We actually just went to our little local called the Flax because I live up in um, in Preston's and Marshlands, and you just wanted—I felt like you wanted to support your local people first. Totally. So we went up there, got the you know the takeaway burgers and whatnot. But um, yeah, you you just worry about those small businesses, I think, don't you? So I wasn't, you know, I wasn't—I wasn't lining up after F forty-five going into um, McDonald's, which is next door. (laughs) Um, I gave that one a (laughs) miss.
0: Fair, fair enough. Well, here we go. Oh. We can do a McCafe and then across for a baguette at our little French uh, cafe next door here that we love and they look after us. Marianne, thanks so much for joining us and sharing your thoughts no on the, the netball last night. Go well. And we can't wait to follow what the tactics get up to in the next wee while. Love the little jab at the Waikato as well, Izzy. That's great. <laughs> That's great. <laughs> thanks, Marianne. Thanks, guys. See ya. Bye. Awesome. Support local. Yeah, love that. Bang on. Support local
1: and don't know how they got that past <laughs> the show. That is fascinating from you. That is good. Yeah, I love that. Love that.
0: Absolutely. Hey, um, while that was going on, and, and I agree, so the flax, double eight double three. any locals that you're going to be looking out for in Auckland if you're in the 09 region, what are they? Give them a plug. We're here for you and we're here for small businesses. So sent them through the flax down there in Marshlands. That was great from uh, Mary Ann. Izzy, while we were doing that, a little bit of news came through on Crick Info, and this, is, this sounds like a bit more scary than I think it might be, but the women's ODI, so the White Ferns, they're likely to go ahead despite security threat to the New Zealand team. The third ODI series... Uh, but of the series between England and New Zealand looks to go ahead in Leicester despite a security threat made against the Kiwis. Crick Info, ESPN Crick Info, understands that a member of the New Zealand team management was contacted and told that a bomb would be placed at the team hotel. It is understood that they were warned of an attempt to place a bomb on their plane when they returned to New Zealand. As a result, the team went into lockdown on Monday. Training was cancelled and the police and counter-terrorism agencies were called in. While it looked for a few hours as if the match would be called off, it has subsequently been decided that that threats were not credible. So just to confirm and really make sure that we t- it is not credible, but that is still scary enough times, Um and, and this is just off the news this morning, that England aren't going to go to Pakistan with their men and women, so pretty uh, crazy stuff, even if they are just non-credible threats. It is insane that people would even be saying this stuff in the cricketing wielders.
1: Oh, mate, I just... Yeah, I just can't... Like... <laughs> what goes through your mind eh? when you're stuck behind a keyboard you think it'll be a smart idea just to just to do something like look I hope it's not credible Like I just yeah it's it's a crazy world we live in like we're, we're stuck in our bubble down here and we're so lucky like obviously we have a fair share of dramas down these ways but we, you know like far out. it's just a crazy world we live in and look I hope I hope they can carry on and they're safe, mate. It's, yeah, terrible, terrible news.
0: Yep, no, so that's just a bit of breaking news from ESPN Crick Info. And that, that ODI is seat to be played at midnight tonight. And as it stands, the threat was not credible and the game will go ahead. But still awful for our, our whole team over there with the White Ferns. It's 19 minutes past seven. How good was Marianne giving the flax a little bit of a plug? What's your local business you're looking to support? We'll read some of them out after this. And two, talk about Ty Webster, who will not be playing for the Breakers in this upcoming season. It is 19 minutes past seven. Baz Nizzi for breakfast. We're here with Chemist Warehouse. Great savings every day. It's Ty Power's Big Footy final sale. To kick things off, you can get the power to buy three and get one free on selected Toyo passenger car and SUV tyres. Ty Power's Bigfooty final sale can't last. Visit typower.com.au now.